Hey fellow NDE fans, we have some exciting things coming up on the other side, but we could really use your help and support to keep going with this channel. Our outreach team works around the clock, making sure to bring you the best NDE stories that we can find. But now we're looking to expand into other countries to get near-death experiences from around the globe. However, we need your help and support to make this happen. This is why we're introducing our YouTube membership program. Get access to exclusive ad-free episodes that haven't been on YouTube. Watch and participate in live Q&As with the guests. Engage directly with us and NDEers. Participate in giveaways and live events. And most importantly, you will ensure our channel's continuous efforts to seek out and uncover these important experiences worldwide. Support us by hitting the Join Now button below. Thank you for your continued viewership and support. Your help will make a difference, and we look forward to building our community together with you. Hello, and welcome to our podcast, The Other Side NDE, where we talk about the fascinating phenomena of near-death experiences. These are more than just close calls. These are first-hand accounts of what people experienced dying, leaving the body, exploring another realm, and then returning to their body in order to share that experience with you. Every person that we interview, and many of us listeners, believe these accounts to be undeniably true experiences people had on the other side. If you enjoy listening to stories like these, make sure to check out our YouTube channel, The Other Side NDE, where we post two to three videos every week of people sharing their NDE stories. Hi, this is Amber, and I'm sharing my near-death experience. I was pregnant with my third son and was diagnosed with postpartum preeclampsia, so after I had my son about four days later is when I experienced what I did. I knew something wasn't right during the pregnancy, but the medical staff just kind of brushed it off saying it's normal and that everything would be fine, it's normal. But I knew deep inside there was something wrong. So I was sent home about two days later and I... About a day or two after that is when I had this excruciating headache, which I hadn't felt off anyway, but I just brushed it off as, oh, it's probably because I just had a baby. But this time there was something different. I ended up laying down for a nap and my fiance at the time came in two, maybe two or three hours later and woke me up. It's not like me to take naps but figuring I just had a baby, maybe that was normal. But it still felt off, something felt off. So he wakes me up and I wanted to just go back to sleep. I didn't want to wake up, but he said, no, he probably should eat. You know, the baby might need fed too. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I need to get up. So not long after this headache turned excruciating. It was so bad I couldn't see. I had to close my eyes, the light was just too bright, I couldn't see, I could hardly walk. And so we're like, yeah, you need to go to the hospital. So went to the hospital, I was taken in, they did my blood pressure and my blood pressure was like 180 something over 130 something and they said, you've got postpartum preeclampsia, we need to get you up there now and get you treated. So I couldn't walk at this point, they wheeled me up. And I just remember feeling during that time, just in between this place of like peace and just like blah, like whatever. 
I just, almost like when you have no fight left in you in a way. So we get up there, they start putting the medication in the IV to get to my bloodstream as fast as possible. It wasn't working and the machine broke. So then they had to manually be doing it and it still wasn't taking my blood pressure down. And this doctor came in and he, I just remember him putting these clothes on so fast. It just seems so vivid. And him saying, we've got to get this treatment in you now before you die or go into a stroke or have a seizure. And normally I'm not one big on medical. Even my children, I did have them with midwives, except on the third one, that's where I did go to a midwife in the hospital. There is just, it was, it's kind of strange how some things played out just perfectly to where I feel it all worked out where I would be safe and ready to be, you know, medically treated as needed be. So he starts doing this treatment. I just felt like I'm not arguing. Yes, do it, whatever you need to do. And he starts this treatment. And I remember at some point then they're wheeling me down the hallway. And as we're going down the hall, I started seeing these little kind of flashes and people looked strange. They seemed strange. So I am still not sure if that was maybe a part of a stroke or a seizure but something was happening and I was kind of phasing in and out is what I'd say, phasing in and out. So they wheel me down to this room and it is dark, just dark, no windows, very gloomy and depressive. But we get in there and at some point the nurse had said to my fiance at the time, it's probably best to go home now. She needs to rest. You need to rest. Go be with the baby and all that stuff. And I agreed and said, yeah, that's a good idea. So he ended up leaving. And at some point after that is when I started going into my near-death experience and out of my body. So I was out of my body. And in the corner, I saw some of his, my fiance's, past loved ones at the time. And these light figures or beings and now I know them as angels. I wasn't quite sure what they were at first but they just felt so full of peace and joy and love and um, warm. So I was seeing all this and like wow and then at some point we go what I like to describe it looked or reminded me of like a wormhole so these beings, the angels, are with me here, surrounding me just in this presence. I, I want to say in this place, everything is like frequency and vibration and feeling. Although I didn't feel like I would here on Earth, but I felt um, just vibrationally, I guess you can say and can feel this peace and love and this guidance. And Divine Mother, Mother Mary, Divine Mother was with me. And I just felt her warm embrace. And uh, she said, I am you, you are me. And we're all going in, in this wormhole. And I see off to the side, this darkness. There's this, these dark shadows, these dark shapes. And I can't really describe them in human form because they don't really look like anything I've ever seen. But 
weird shapes, shadows, and I wasn't really scared. I just said, well, I'm not going there. Then we get to this other place that's all beauty. And it's, there's these vibrant colors, beautiful shapes, and the only humanly thing I could recognize was butterflies. And it was all just so beautiful. And I just thought and said, well, wow, that's beautiful. So then at some point where I ended up saying, okay, I don't think I'm ready to die. I have kids. I, I need to be here for my children. I don't think I'm ready to go. And I said, I want to see my children grow up. I want to be there. And all of a sudden, I, I started getting these flashes of my children when they're older. Um, just snapshots of birthdays, just conversations. And after that was done, I just, I laughed. <laughs> I laughed and said, okay, well, if that's all I get, you did give me what I asked for to see my children older and be there. So you did give me that. So I just felt this overwhelming sense of also gratitude, just feeling grateful that they gave me that. Even though I was laughing and like, okay, if it's my time, I'll go. I still just felt so grateful. All of this is very hard to explain simultaneously, yet not. And even the order, there's not quite an order except for this part when I got to what I would describe as heaven or the unconditional love, God, source, it's just unconditional love. I was all of a sudden there in this bright, white, golden, just light, and I had no form. I was nothing. I was just the unconditional love wrapped. I was just this feeling, this unconditional love. That's all I can describe it as. It was so beautiful amazing, astonishing, so many words I could use to describe this place, this feeling. And I just was. I just was it. I'm not sure how long I was there. And then after that, I came back to, I'd like to say, or I was in between at least. So then I was kind of back in my body, but also outside of it as the angels were showing me how to heal my brain. I saw my brain bleeding and I could see it, and they were showing me both physically and etherically or energetically how to heal it. And they were guiding me and instructing me on how to just heal my body, heal my brain, and heal. And I was just doing it. And there was this message, not really said, but just within me, like, this is what you do. You're a healer and a messenger. So... As I finally came back to, I'm like, wow, I've got a lot to learn. I don't know what just happened. After that, started researching. I got training. I went and saw teachers on what I had just experienced. I had researched what had I just experienced. And yes, the angels are definitely a part of my life now. And they help me do the work that I'm here to do as a healer, a messenger, a guide. It changed my life completely. I never would have thought. You know, I, I came into this realization. I got another chance. I'm here to be Divine Mother, Divine Feminine, to be a guide, a messenger. I'm here for a reason. And how lucky am I to have gotten to stay or come back? I had always had gifts. As a child growing up, I had always had visions 
and dreams, but I was, it was not welcome where I was when I was younger. So it was something I didn't really share too much. Um, a little bit when I was a teenager, I opened up more to it, but I still didn't understand anything. So it was something I just shut down until my second son, when I started receiving messages, an automatic writing channel, channeling messages from Archangel Michael was the first one and Mother Mary, Divine Mother. So, and then I still tried to shut it down I was pregnant almost immediately with my third son, who I ended up having the near-death experience after. I tried kind of shutting it down, but it all just came full force back at me after I had that experience. I knew then the message was, and I knew then I had things to do here, and I had things to share, and just as we all do. But I guess I was a little stubborn, <laughs> and... So now I'm still studying, still learning, still growing, and I learned so much and I grow, have grown so much. It changed my life completely. It's my career now, channeling, bringing messages, healing sessions. So definitely learn to be grateful for life and to live life, live in the moment and live, live, to not be afraid and just have fun, laugh, play. I love bringing that up. That's something they really taught me as well. Playing, being that innocent, joyful child, um, things that bring you joy, dance, sing, art, creative expression. These things bring us back to our innocence, our purity, and they are a big guiding light to help us through and navigate. We are 